Uh, I'm so I made that cake. I ate it all in two days. Yeah, that looked really good. I encourage everyone to make the cake and tweet it at Anna because it was delicious. <laughs> it was pretty easy to make too. Like it really didn't require much other than a shitload of olive oil. Like really an, okay. an absurd amount Which of olive oil for a cake recipe. But hey, end result was delicious. Right. So who am I to complain? Yeah, I've definitely had it before. I mean, never like probably like an actually like well cooked one, I'm guessing. But yeah, it was good then. So I'm sure this got to be delicious. This one was yummy. Again, ate the whole cake by myself in two days. I'm gonna <laughs> gonna spend the next three days fasting to try to deal with this. Yeah, just say eating eating a whole cake by yourself <laughs> nowhere near as hard as you'd think. I never thought it was hard. It's a trap I fall into <laughs> all the time, John. The difficult part is not eating it all in one yeah. sitting. Yeah, I was gonna say Excellent. one of the reasons why I don't want to really like get into like. I don't really want to get into baking because it's impossible to make anything that's under like 800 calories per like, you know, like slice. Yeah. Well, when you eat it all at once, the calories are in one day. So it's easier to plan. Welcome to Dumb and Awful. This is Brett. This is John. This is Rob. All right, so we're going to follow up our food-centric episode last week by getting back to our roots, which is probably more food, let's be honest. and Making fun of Florida. And Florida, most Being of all. Being a surf that nobody likes in Eastern Europe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so first we'll start with Florida, our favorite place to hate. Rob, I believe you had something you wanted to share with us about Florida happenings. No, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I remember you mentioning something, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just going to read the title of this article, and that's really going to be enough. Yeah, you don't you don't need anything else. <laughs> a Florida teen reportedly got locked in a bank vault, and quote, bank vault experts had to be called to rescue him. How and oh. why the teen got himself stuck in a bank vault remains unknown. All right, first off, shout out to Hollywood, Florida, the king of abandoned bank vaults, if you ask me, but I'm biased. I'm local. Number two, the, the, the headline puts bank vault experts in scare quotes. <laughs> they, they had to call. Okay, imagine for a second, you're the Hollywood, Florida Police Department, and all of a sudden you have to figure out how to contact bank vault experts. There's no way anyone that they get on the phone is a legit bank vault expert. Which Someone the, there watched Ocean's Eleven. They knew who to call. I was reading, it says, vault specialists are now on scene to help get the teen out of the bank vault. And then the very next line says, the rescue effort took several hours. Those were not real bank vault experts. If you're a Florida Wait, bank mean, vault expert, you're either the coolest guy or exactly what I'm thinking about right now. I'm just I'm just imagining like a plumber standing there with like a crowbar trying to wedge it in. That's a guy at 1.41 a.m. at Margaritaville who's 68 years old and was like, in the 80s, I was a bank vault expert. That's right, for <laughs> Pablo Escobar. 
No, I can help. No, no, always for the kids. That's like a perfect boomer attitude in Florida. By the way, the way this article ends, how the teen got himself trapped inside the vault and why he was there in the first place remains unknown. The teen dodged these very questions by reporters as he got into a car to leave the scene with his parents after he was rescued. He was doing urban exploration. Like, come on. Like, like if you knew there was an abandoned vault in like some like creepy old building, of course you'd fucking go there. No, you guys are just showing how old and out of touch you are, fucking dumbasses. Because FaZe Clan did a lock yourself in an abandoned bank vault challenge. And this kid won. <laughs> Guess what? He made 10 grand. No, I was really just getting more at the... This is why no one trusts the media. You can't even find out why the kid got himself locked in a fucking vault. I'm going to trust you to report on Trump accurately and fairly. Get out of here. Yeah, that said, there are some good outlets, even in Florida, like the uh, Orlando Sentinel, who broke the headline, Florida man who took alligator into store on beer run is arrested. <laughs> and I mean, is it illegal to get a gator drunk in Florida? I I wouldn't think so. I think it's illegal to possess... Let me weigh in here. I think it's a little <laughs> illegal to possess a gator. What you do after that is beside the point. How can that be illegal? I've seen hundreds of stories of people like taking like baby alligators and throwing them into like McDonald's drive through Were they in the New York yeah. Post uh, because it was a crime? <laughs> uh... Is there any chance it made the police blotter and then was picked up by the media Uh, (laughs) because it uh, was a crime? Sure. But I mean, like this guy, this guy just had it, had it under his arm and he's just going to buy it, to buy some like, like cheap local versions of Bud Lights or whatever. Like, what's the big deal? John, this is like NRA forums being like, hey man, is it illegal for me to drive drunk with inside my tank? Like, ah. I, I think the tank's illegal. You being drunk is just irrelevant. This Orlando Sentinel article, let me just walk you through this wonderland. Apparently, Robert Timothy Barr, age 28, who is also inexplicably known as Robbie Stratton, first of all, extremely Florida, to have a alias that isn't all that different or doesn't really serve any purpose. <laughs> Mysterious in the way that it makes you go like, you... Took a three-hour meeting at the Broward County Clerk of Courts to go from bar to Strat. Okay, fine, Robbie Stratton. Uh, apparently, they were charged with illegal possession of an American alligator and the illegal exhibition of dangerous wildlife and cruelty to animals. In case you're curious as to the nature of that illegal exhibition, um, <laughs> Brett, how, how would you explain their behavior? He rolled in with an alligator under his arm like it was a fucking cockapoo and then asked about if they were out of beer and then he ran at a dude buying beer with the gator. <laughs> I don't see I just don't see the problem with this. He had everything under control. Well, evidently not course, because the quote from the press the next day from old Timothy Barr slash Robbie Stratton for no reason was Quote, this store sells some good liquor, and I drank a lot of it that night. I don't even remember coming up here. (laughs) Also, apparently, when he rushed that guy with the the gator, he shouted, quote, Florida State, baby! Florida State, baby! Woo! Florida (laughs) State, baby! Oh. This is, that's what I imagine every, every encounter with a local in Florida. Well, don't pass judgment yet, because the, the. He was in a. Big rush, he had to get to that bank vault. And to your point, 
uh, police say that the man he rushed also said, go Gators, go Gators, end quote. (laughs) It's always nice when both big colleges in a state, uh, their mascots are uh, groups that local Floridians have basically harassed forever. The Seminole Tribe and Alligators. (laughs) All right. I would say, speaking of creepy men owning reptiles, I want to talk about Beto. No one gets that reference yet. Hell yeah. No, I do. I do. I I don't. Because I don't read. Oh. Actually, this isn't from reading. It's from watching Instagram live videos. Guess what? Thank you very I'm much. too ugly for Instagram. Oh. <laughs> I, I really, oh. I do appreciate, I do appreciate that AOC's popularity doing this has forced all the other politicians who don't have like any personality or friends or any idea of how technology works to also start doing live streams where they're just like sitting around making like bland mashed potatoes or something. Exactly. Well, I, what let the me, fuck let are me back you talking up, about? So AOC, as we've mentioned before, has gotten into doing these Instagram lives where she cooks and answers questions from constituents. If you haven't watched one, the next one comes around, do so. It's really unique in modern American political discourse to see a representative just talking to people normally. Uh, in a very regular, down-to-earth fashion. So what is she just... She but just uses Instant she, Pot to make food and talks to people on Instagram? Yeah, she answers questions. Like, she was she was talking about, like, marijuana legalization because someone asked about it, and then she talked about Pelosi being speaker. and Right? It's just whatever people are asking about. Um, and then she did... So she'd been doing the cooking videos, and she actually did a full-on mukbang, Rob, last week. Yeah, that's the same where thing, but was, all of a sudden I'm slightly more interested. It's not the same thing. Mukbang, they're eating cooking videos. They might just be cooking it and not eating it. There is a difference for us discerning food people. Thank you very much. I've been, I've been cut tr- to the bone on this one, if I'm being honest. <laughs> this is a real, we're not going to talk until the next episode situation. <laughs> no, but continue owning me about things that I define my identity with. No problem. Uh, so she actually did a mukbang. She was a eating. A mukbang means you me- eat it, dummy. She was it's not a eating. Cookie. They're different. I know. <laughs> it was a basic mistake. You've embarrassed yourself. <laughs> oh. uh, she did. I'm, she did one where she answered questions while she ate. Watch my things. <laughs> I, I had never heard the phrase mukbang until just now. I would have guessed it was some porn thing. No, it's a Korean thing where someone sits down and eats a meal and just like talks to the camera. It's become popular in America this year, too. It was on YouTube's year in review thing that they put out this week. Um, But she did one where she was eating mac and cheese with a coffee stirrer out of her office while answering questions because she had no utensils. So she's she's like the top of the mountain here when it comes to politicians on Instagram, right? And then we have Beto, who did a lot of Instagram streaming while he was running for Senate election. And a lot of his is way more of the like... uh, lifestyle blogger stuff of him like talking at the camera and just doing like clips of him like on a road trip and so on he doesn't really do a ton of interaction with the viewers as far as like answer questions like aoc does 
Um, he's done a few cooking ones. His scones look legit. I'll give him that. His steak actually looked pretty good, too. That was the one that everybody got all horny over, oh. where he did after he lost, he made the steak, and people got all gross about it. Oh. That was that was the video. But the more important thing Brett, here Brett, is you he understand revealed... that you saying Beto's scones look legit. You're on the list now for the revolution. There's, ne- there's never been a more bougie neoliberal sentence than Beto's scones look legit. Oh, they really I gotta, I gotta give, quick. I gotta give props. <laughs> fuck, fuck off. Jeff. Oh, Beto's scones are really, uh, really inspiring. Really good. It almost, almost makes it worth you normalizing this neoliberal monster. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm getting to that's the important. Pre- that's future president neoliberal monster. I'm getting to the sir. important. Yo, thing check here. out how inoffensive my man is. <laughs> that is basically Nero Tandon in a nutshell. Uh, my man's a blank <laughs> slate. Project your own identity into it. What? He's cool, but empty. Actually, being empty is he, uh, pretty cool. Hell yeah. He did. So he was doing these videos. He revealed an important piece of information. And I don't. Everybody's been talking about his finances and his various ties and a lot of his less pleasant policy background, which is to say virtually nothing. But the important reason you shouldn't be wanting him for president is because that motherfucker owns a snake. He owns a python. And if there's one thing I know from growing up in Florida, you never trust people who own snakes. Ever. Oh, man. Just think about how cool it'll be. He gets elected. Like, every single political cartoonist is drawing that thing where, like, his boa constrictor is eating every president's pet, like, socks or cat. Oh. And I don't know, whatever fucking dog Obama had. And uh, Listen, let, let's put it this way. You wouldn't date somebody who owned a python. Uh, for good debatable. reason. I, I mean... Okay, I've never... I've never spent extensive time in Florida, so that actually sounds kind of like, ooh, this could be interesting and exotic. That's exactly what they're going for. That's why you don't trust them. <laughs> no, what if, what if my man un- literally likes snakes? unpredictable psychopaths. What if he just likes snakes? <laughs> That's more damning, not less. Uh, you're right when you're right. <laughs> like, either he just loves snakes, damning, should not be in charge of the country. He is just trying to look cool, damning, shouldn't be in charge of the country. Or he's really friendly with a bunch of other snake owners. Lock him up at that point. Imagine the sweet ass Harry Potter takes. Oh, no. He posted a picture of his snake with the fucking Harry Potter book. Mm. He's already. <laughs> yeah, no. Fuck him. See, You're there out. you go. Like, You're canceled. That's yeah, no. See, only, exactly. F- fuck you, Beto. The only book neoliberals have read. And there you go. It's Look, great. You get one of like a grab bag where it's like anime, uh, owning a snake, being into Harry Potter. Talking to people about Cosmos for no reason. Uh, going to jam bands. <laughs> you can't have more than one. And if you have Snake and Harry Potter, that's you, you canceled them. Sorry, those are the rules. Well, I th- I, the Harry Potter is obviously just a thing he's like pu- putting himself into because every neoliberal loves Harry Potter. It, it just helps illustrate the difference between him and AOC as far as the goal. And she even mentioned it. AOC has talked about she just wants to make the government more approachable and more human. Because uh, yeah. it's made of which humans, is very that different. makes sense. Right. She, <laughs> she wants to actually involve people in the government. That's a really good goal, but it has nothing to do with self-promotion or gaining more power. And you know for a fact, 
no matter how much you love Beto, that there is a good chunk of that element involved in why he's on Instagram. But Beto is actually still pretty good on Instagram, right? He seems relatively familiar with technology. He's not awful. Then we have a new contender, Kamala Harris, dipping her toes into the Instagram Boo. ring recently. Fuck you, cop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing. I'm that standing is, a safe I, distance away and being white and male. I risk nothing. When you're right, you're right. She over Thanksgiving posted a series of pictures of her Thanksgiving prep, meal prep, uh, her them cooking the turkey and the sides and everything, pulling it out. And the reason why previously I mentioned that Beto had decent looking scones is to say this. Kamala Harris makes cornbread, and she doesn't use a cast iron skillet, so she's dead to me. Wow. Listen, weird. I hate snake owners, and I'm a southern food absolutist. That's what you need to know about Look, me. Look, I, I applaud you for owning your identity and for living out loud. She cooked cornbread in a fucking cake pan. That's bullshit. Cornbread should be sugar-free. I bet she had sugar in hers, too, but I don't want to accuse things I don't know. Should be sugar-free, should be in a cast iron skillet, and should contain buttermilk. Otherwise, it's not cornbread. You're making corn cake. I'm from Mass- <coughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm from Massachusetts, and I would make cornbread in a, in a cake pan. So, yeah. You, you, Literally a carrot. You would make corn cake. That's fine. A caricature of a wasp corrects Kamala Harris on how to make cornbread. <laughs> Upworthy. 10 billion shares. <laughs> Watch this total dipshit who baked a scone once, bring it up every time, and then also correct a POC. Listen, if you bake cornbread wrong, you bake it wrong. That's not on me. Wow. Hard stance. Are you? Does that mean that nothing she'll do going forward would earn your vote? Oh, no, of course not. If she had the right policy, she'd get my vote. How ma- But all of her policies are tax credits, so I don't see that happening. I loved her housing one from, uh, I think it was, did that one come out yesterday or sometime it over got, the weekend? It got re-promoted for some reason, but she actually put it out in July. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I just saw that and it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we need to make sure that anyone who's working a full-time job should be able to afford a house. And it's like Everyone else, fuck you. And, 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 that's the headlo- and that's the headline before you even get into the fact that it's all just fucking tax credit nonsense. And it's just like... Oh, holy shit. This is the worst messaging ever. <laughs> She's also the one who abolished ICE got kicked up. And she was like, you know, I think that might be extreme. But what we should do is just try to make ICE a little bit nicer. Like, <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we, should need, we need to reform ICE. All right, Kamala. Yeah. All right. Sure. Fucking cops. Yeah. Look. She's, at the end of the day, she's a cop. It, like, she's a cop. She's a cop. If you cop. say anyone who's working a four, uh, anyone who's working a full 40 hours for a boss and having their labor's value essentially stolen from them for that whole time, they deserve housing and basic human rights. But people who are disabled and can't do that, or people that the market has not dictated uh, through whatever arbitrary means can have a job like that, they're all fucked. And that's the basis of our system. Which, by the way, if she said outright, I'd have more respect for. If she just went, look, I would our system is predicated upon some amount of human suffering. It's just a matter of where do we distri- where do we distribute this suffering? Like, I wouldn't agree with it, but I upward, yeah. And and again, I know I've said this before. Uh, it like a- anyone who says like the forty like works forty hours a week has like no 
fucking concept of how people actually work, of how poor people actually work in this country. Like, what the fuck? No one has one job they work for, or very few people have one job they work for 40 hours when you're poor. You fucking work three different shifts at Walmart, Target, and fucking grocery stores or wherever the hell, and each one of them you're jockeying for to get between 20 and 34 hours. Yeah, some of us are working 40 to 50 hours a week and doing a podcast, Kamala. God. <laughs> These are the true heroes of the labor movement. <laughs> People that will never read a book, but will begrudgingly interrupt their drinking session on a Monday afternoon <laughs> to record it. I was not talking about myself. <laughs> I know you were. I just couldn't help it. It was just right there. I know. I know. It was great. <laughs> Like, I get so it. few opportunities to actually yeah. crack decent jokes. I'm gonna take them when I get them. <laughs> All right, we got we got another uh, uh, topic. Yep, the Parisians are so there was they started uh, this movement. It was originally sparked off by this tax over uh, climate change. Right, it, it, it was supposed to be some gas tax, but it burdened the poor and the middle class far more than anyone else while the rich and the actual polluters got off largely scot-free and that seems to have just been the straw that broke the camel's back here and that's what started it i i was worried it might peter out because the french government said all right we'll we'll table it for six months but once again i didn't have enough faith in the french Fuck that. They're going to burn shit down. They are. Oh, they love They love to riot. It is so good. But the thing is, I like, if you say go rioting, actually, they're, they're, they are full on pushing for revolution. Yeah, no, it's 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 beautiful. Like, and the thing is, if you if you go and read the, the backstory to a lot of this is like basically is there's a lot. Of, this is mostly a lot of people uh, in the smaller cities outside of Paris who are basically just had the life choked out of them. Uh, people in the U.S. might be able to. Uh, relate why let's say just like let's just say it call it the rust belt uh and but uh in in paris or in in france as well a lot of people work for the uh, a very huge chunk of people work for the government and they've just been seeing their hours and pay cut year after year and a lot of these people can just are barely surviving and this is the boiling point exactly i just like to shout out to france by the way they gave us democracy. They gave us our revolution. We fucked it up when it was extremely clear that we fucked it up. They started fucking shit up over there. They also invented communism. They're pretty cool. It seems like they're really right. at the spearhead it, of civilization. Yeah. They actually they gave us guys driving like uh, forklifts with burning cars on them into uh, pay tolls. That was that was guys who are a little bit white wine drunk outside a Parisian bar at 9 p.m. and the sun's inexplicably still up and they've taken their ties off and they've just been whipping each other with it for the last 17 to 23 seconds. I salute you. <laughs> oh, there was the video that someone posted that was uh, it's him smoking a cigarette on the roof of his building trying to film like the rioting below and then he catches down into his left like a few balconies down this couple just having sex on the balcony while watching the riot <laughs> and it was just like fuck yeah france you guys know how to do life i right. have to say that and this sounds like so semester abroad at nyu but of the places i've been which are admittedly they're admittedly limited the people in paris are so cool 
not in the like fashion hot culture way or the arts or you know being on the vanguard of intellectual thought but just that it's so filled with poles and slavs and people that will hit you over the head with their belt instead of shooting you that it's sort of like quaint in an old world way that is just inescapable i mean i mean it's also beautiful that like like this is really hitting the working class over there. So you're just seeing like road construction crews like taking jackhammers out, like destroying the pavement to make uh, to make small rocks for all the protesters to hurl at the cops. It's beautiful it is. what we're seeing over there. And we're largely only getting stuff from Paris. A lot of the reports are that the <laughs> countryside is they have large they've pretty much just seized it, right? Uh, some yeah, of the police yeah, have yeah. crossed over, which Hey, it's the few good cops you guys are always talking about. That's them. Well, they're, well, it's more like they're also, I mean, a lot of them are also getting shit on with this. Like, they've seen a lot of their pay cut. And at a certain point, it's like, I don't want to go fucking get rocks thrown at me to defend some a to defend some a-hole. And when the cops stand down, that's when you're going to get your I revolution. Mean, not for nothing, but, like, there are people on the left that don't like the fact that the cops have joined. But the, the French context matters quite a bit in that yeah. unions are actually a big deal over there. Like, while I was over there, the, yep. the RER, the regional train system, was just down for, like, five days because the conductors were striking for more pay. And so, you know, it's like New York where you get the platform. People are like, ah, oh, shit, it's not running, and they start bitching and all that. In France, I was like, what happened? And they just went, oh, well, it's a shutdown because of the RER strike. I was like, that sucks. And they're like, well, they should fucking, they should pay them what they're worth. And then just went about their way. <laughs> Oh, God. I love What an incredible attitude. That was the default. Like, yeah, well, maybe if they paid them, they would be, what, they're not going to be here if you pay them? Come on. Like, it, it was beautiful. It was no, beautiful it's... to experience. They have some really incredible slogans coming out of this, too, just from the uh, graffiti. I like this one. The world is burning. When will the presidential palace? It's a valid <laughs> question, and one we don't yet have an answer to. Uh, down with caviar. Long live the kebab. That was a good one. Hell yeah. Right? Uh, oh, oh yeah, like the first the first real footage we got of it was when the uh the, the yellow vests like went and just burned every like every luxury car on this row of uh, this row of like super expensive houses. That that was when I was like, oh this is this is great. <laughs> Show me more of this. I there's no I cannot get enough of this. The other one I really like for how simple and dumb it is, it's a hangman. Uh, with five letters, and all that's filled it is M blank. Uh, it's Macron without the A and the O in it. I'm a fan of that one. Did you see the one? This one was nuts. Is in the Bonlos, which are the regions outside Paris, where it's uh, there's a lot of immigrant populations, a lot of working class people. There was one spray painted that said uh, Amelie voit la beauté du monde, which means Amelie sees the beauty in the world. Yeah. Okay. All right, I get that movie reference. <laughs> I just kept waiting for a punchline, and nothing came. I mean, no, it's, I, a, it's a good just, movie. All that's made up, I just wanted you to suffer through it. Fuck you. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for that. All right, before we move on to the other country in Europe that looks like it's about to burn. Which one? My... my yeah, actually, that's a fair By the way, point. That, statement, that about... statement is true of Poland for the last 4,000 years. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and Spain and Italy and Greece. No, before we talk about the UK, because they've got a bunch of craziness happening, 
This was the one that I thought was the best. Uh, it speaks really to who the French are. And the graffiti says, once upon a time, there was a revolution. And once is crossed out and twice is written in its place. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's powerful. It's great that the people of France are finally, after many, many political regimes leading nowhere, embracing the power that is Momo, Sana, Dayun, Suyu, Mina, Xiongyun, Jio, Neon, and Cheyung. If you don't get that, if you don't get that, God, he fuck you. Don't Those are the members of Twice. Listen to them. He t I swear to God, he talks about this more than I talk about anime. <laughs> so, I'm giving the people what they want. Billboard number one. People do support love support the army. They do. They do love those K-pop references. <sighs> From France, we'll go to the UK. Who? Hell yeah! Brexit. So I barely I knew it. <laughs> That's such a terrible joke. It's awful. Cut it. No, uh, you can't make never. me. Never. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna run out of this podcast holding the mace of uh, we're allowed to podcast. Boo! Oh, you, Damn! Way to make my way to make my point. <laughs> I say yeah, it's yeah. not an excuse to do gonna, worse jokes. Make it, yes, that, that's all I've got. That's all you're getting from me. Worse and worse options. It's like Brexit. All right, can we? When you're right, you're can right. Can we get to the Brexit bit, please? It's nine ten. I have food coming. Yeah, yeah. So, to be honest, it's impossible to explain the intricacies of the British Parliament and parliamentary procedure. I don't get any of that. The important bit is the Prime Minister spent the last, what, nine to 12 months negotiating the Brexit deal. They were finally going to vote on it, and it's been getting hammered so badly that Theresa May, the Prime Minister, pulled it today. Which So fucking good. Which is essentially a, an admittance of defeat. Oh fuck! We were gonna get hammered. I need a few more months to try to to get some support for this. Which, you know, spoiler really is not gonna happen. I really love the thing floating where it's like, yeah, how about you just hold a second referendum because literally no one ever wanted this to fucking pass in the first place except like the crazy racist you had stirred up and like a half dozen hedge fund managers. Like, fuck those people. Just hold a second referendum so everyone can go. Whoa, that was a. Ooh, let's not do that. Oh, and in case you thought the EU was impartial on this, so this is going on. Uh, the parliament's freaking out because she pulled this. It looks like the government might collapse and they'd have to go to a new election, in which case Corbyn might win, which would be fucking amazing. But this is all happening. And against this backdrop, the EU lobs the bomb in there of, oh, yeah, you guys can still cancel Brexit if you want. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, that's the thing is just watching them twist the knife has been beautiful. <laughs> On them, just like everyone, like, like I love the fact that like Ireland is discussing, hey, maybe we should build a giant bridge to Scotland so we can just fucking skip the uh, skip. Fuck, uh, that would be cool. <laughs> Britain, Fuck, that would be the <laughs> coolest thing. They schools a thousand years from now would be like, kids, we're gonna get the topic you all want to talk about. Obviously, no, not World War Two. No, not the time people started fucking robots. No, we're gonna talk about the time Ireland and Scotland build a bridge to each other. Combining the two most prestigious persons in the world. <laughs> and that's why we live in the Irish-Scottish hegemony now. Nobody can communicate verbally, but at least we're all drunk. <laughs> uh, that would genuinely be fantastic. Please do that, Ireland. I, I, I have no idea how that would work. It's like, <laughs> it's an absolutely ridiculous concept. But you know what? Hey, do it. Why not? If they can build a fucking tunnel between France and the UK. Why not? Just True. like a monorail I mean, from, from Dublin to Edinburgh, 
and it's just Irish people being flung off the sides of it because they couldn't figure out how to open the doors. <laughs> just littered with empties along the whole train path. Oh, that sounds so much fun. I appreciate that everyone, in case you thought the neoliberal world order wasn't dead yet, everyone is just beating its corpse in the Euro and UAE right now. And I respect that. Keep on keeping on, guys. Uh, hopefully this yeah. results in Corbyn getting elected or them going to We're an not election be shortly. So There's no way. I don't know, man. I, I didn't think so either, but this is... Theresa May's ability to fuck up every single aspect of this is incredible. In her very minor defense, she was handed a shit uh, situation, but she's, she's done wonders at making it worse at every step of the way. Oh, I mean, like her government, like like tried to make this whole thing happen to rabble rouse to get like i said all the all the races and just shitheads on their side and then it blew up in their face because they succeeded too hard yeah no you you got the people who are upset that it wasn't a hard enough brexit right it, it, yeah. it didn't screw it didn't screw enough people it, it, it's it, the british did, version it of the freedom out caucus everyone. they were like we're not gonna vote for this law it didn't fuck enough people over how dare you yeah it didn't it, it doesn't it doesn't like kick everyone out who fails the paper bag test so they're not in great job brits and then and i could not explain this to you but you should look it up just because the video is ridiculous some guy in the labor party grabbed the giant ornamental mace and ran around with it and everyone's freaking the fuck out <laughs> that's cool that england has I mean, like ornamented wait what is it or, or say it again it's ornamental mace An orna what are the plural of mace maces i think so maces yeah because it's a it, weapon Multiple it's cool maces. that england has ornamental yeah. maces still as a thing that people can think about and be, have a concern yeah, with regard to yeah i think like i heard it it represents the monarchy and therefore democracy or something like i, I don't fucking know like who gives a sh who gives a shit like what those powdered wig people do like it's that's a it's powerful funny, symbol it's, to it, be both things at once it's like giving someone a wedding ring and being like this symbolizes my commitment to you also my commitment to fuck whoever anyway <laughs> that makes it more powerful i mean it's also a giant gilded mace right all gold yeah it just looks ridiculous Look, we spent I think it a, just symbolized the seat of we power. We spent a lot of money on this. It's democracy. It's monarchy. What? Just you don't give a shit. Neither do we. Anyway, it's fancy. Listen, it's going to sit you, on this thank desk. Thank you for going. No one's allowed to touch it. That's the end. Look, of as this. long as no one in the Labor Party absconds with this, I feel like it's a fine plan. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely looks like something that some comic book character should be holding. Oh, it absolutely looks like a weapon from a crappy anime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Where it's like three times bigger than the person. Not a good it. anime where they have the proportions right and it's that realistic, even, yeah. like Attack on Titan, <laughs> one of my favorite animes. Brett, what episode of that is your favorite? Five. Damn, that's crazy because that's the one where Soryu ends up going to it. No, actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to. I could sustain it, but let's wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, let's let, let us not let us not <laughs> talk about you Attack on Titan. You don't Thank need a 40 you. minute Patton Oswald filibuster. On Attack on Titans romantic subplots. I don't need it, but... Well, do you want it? Because I also can't provide also, it. Also, no. I mean... I can't I, provide I, it. I'm faking all this. It, like, that's what's so deranged. I know you are. I know. Yeah, I know. That's no, why I want but, you to keep going. Yeah, I don't think you named an actual character from the show. Like, the only thing you need to know is that it has really heavily heavy fascist symbolism. only to, like, completely subvert that in the third season. But thus, that's thus my trap has been sprung. By you correcting me about anime, you've only God owned yourself. damn it. 
I was my, Johnny my fell into it's part of my ultimate plan. <laughs> he did it for the lulls, guys. No, I was just gonna say, John, we're we're he's doing all this to set it up for when eventually we get somebody screaming at us on the internet about how Rob is always wrong about anime. <laughs> and it's gonna be incredible. But you, John, you took care of it for him. Hey, so so how do you spend your uh your Monday evening? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. There's a guy who was incorrect about at, anime. I people and on I, the I, internet I about corrected anime. him. And the good news is uh we recorded it, so it's on the record now. So it, you can listen to it if you'd like. That's <laughs> oh, your be- life. <laughs> I could I could be playing Stellaris right now, man. Like <laughs> Bro, you don't think I have a fucking smoking ass level four elf I could be playing right now? We all got other shit going on. What level four what fucking game is that? Bro, it is a private IRC based role play, and I don't need to answer any further questions. <laughs> fucking D D or Shadowrun. Everyone's or, on uh... GURPS, dumbass. <laughs> You're just making shit up now. <laughs> No, no, GURPS is is real. It's very real. What? What the fuck is it's, uh Yeah, you come at the king, you better not universal miss. universal role-playing system. Yes, I think that's actually it. Generic universal role-playing system, I think. Is that right? They typed GURPS acronym in. Yes, that was right. I feel <laughs> like Kevin Spacey at the end of Usual Suspects right now. It, it's basically it, it's it's basically a system someone wrote like some company or someone wrote and then some they started publishing all the stuff on it that basically was a generic system that would allow you to act uh, apply it to any uh, setting you wanted to do so you could do like a western setting or a fantasy setting or a far future setting or I don't whatever. Even know any of that? Uh, I'm just I'm holding a mug right now. You are talking to someone who went to a tech college. I know this. Yeah, I'm shit. holding a mug that the bottom of it says sponsored by GURPS. That's where I got it from. <laughs> John, I, I appreciate the little aha when you realize that you had gotten that acronym perfectly. Like, Thank you for that. We're gonna we're uh, gonna just re- record that and replay it over and over yeah, again. Yeah, make sure you leave all that in. Just just oh god. Just John saying actually we need to take the clip of John saying aha. And every time he corrects about anime, that's the little soundbite. <laughs> Actually, uh, uh, third season of Attack on Titan. Aha! John, John, uh, you have attempted to best me and failed, clearly. <laughs> um, what is what is Thaco then, Mr. I-Know-Everything? Two-hit armor class zero. What? Damn, that was Brett, fast. just go back to not understanding what just occurred. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two-hit armor class zero is something that was used in D&D up until... Th- uh, Third edition, I want to say, which was the, the concept of you started with a 10, you'd roll a d20, and uh, the, the, the two-hit armor class zero was basically once you added all the modifiers from armor and spells and your dodge reflexes and dodge limits from the armor caps and penalties from being slowed or something like that, that was the number you'd end up having to roll to hit. And that's why incels are so insufferable, because we've all had sex. <laughs> <laughs> so like i said we're going to stick to our roots florida food and china because we have an unhealthy obsession with chinese news what makes it unhealthy there are future overlords and i want to be in their good graces when the time comes you know you're right there isn't anything unhealthy about that but love and respect for president xi it just seems like one good idea after the other practice your mandarin I heard they like white people over there. I'm just going to coast on that for a couple of years. Why? Ooh. No? And, and that is why Rob and I will be protesting in front of the White House 
for the Huawei CFO to be released. Wait. Wait, John, do they not like white people? I saw that Vice I saw that Vice documentary about I mean, rent a white okay, person yes. and how all the ads are white people. And <laughs> I'm basically a, a foreign affairs correspondent at this point. <laughs> I mean, they do I, I'm gonna say they probably still do, but the thing is, like, that's gonna stop over time. Like once they As they talk to us? <laughs> well, I mean, it just just I mean, it's like it's it's like the sheer novelty of it. Like when we, when I was in there in the mid nineties, I was in I was visiting Hangzhou, and like my father, who's a big white dude, kind of looks like Santa Claus. That's pretty cool. Uh, shout out, hey, shout out to John's father. That's pretty cool. <laughs> but he just gets stopped constantly by people who wanted to take their picture with him because they never saw a like giant bearded dude. All right, you want to get to the. You want to intro Chinese yeah, writer? Yeah, let's, let's let's talk about this. Now that we've had, like just done flippant nonsense, let's talk about the actual like sad thing that's going on. What? This isn't sad. A Chinese writer wrote a beautiful tale of gay sex, sold many thousands of copies, and uh, admittedly, unfortunately, the Chinese government imprisoned her for at least a decade, I believe, for more than 10 years uh, because of an old old pre-internet ruling that anyone who sold more than 5,000 erotic books should serve more than a decade in prison. Which, like, that you can do in a day I, on Amazon if you're writing a... Yeah, oh, yeah, and I really want to know, like, what, where did this rule come from originally? Like, who was who was the smut peddler with, like, a hand... with, like, a hand crank, like, uh... like, publishing system to do this before? I gotta say, even before that, 5,000 is not... It's fucking China. 5,000 books is not, like... I mean, it's still... You're, you're going to be talking, like, local, small areas, like, small press stuff. You're, you're not going to be... You're not you're not going to be selling, like, like two guys bang to, like, a giant... Like, that giant of an audience. What? No, you don't... Like, it's rule of large numbers. If you go, okay, in this book, I know it's going to be Godzilla fucking Bigfoot. And maybe that only appeals to 0.0001% of the population. But it's the population of China. So cha-ching, baby. Get at it, Godzilla. Yeah, so I was going to say, like, let's I say... I know people that have done they, that. Let's say you're right, John. It is a small, small book publisher in Hong Kong, population of over 7 million. And their book only appeals to, as Rob said, 0.001%. That's already 7,000 books. You're already above 5,000. Like, that's that's nothing. Admittedly, it has to be, you know, the sex scenes have to be good or you're not going to make it above 1,000. Everybody knows that, right? But over 5,000 is not some huge hurdle. Uh, this novel, or the writer's name, uh, she goes by Tianyi. I actually tried to find this book, by the way, and I still can't find it. So if anyone finds a link, link me. It's definitely online. There's a digital version of it. So I'm, I'm oh, just course, super yeah. curious what was so racy that that it got someone. I mean, it was it was anything like this. Like the, the, the thing with their with their laws is it's not. I mean, they're not hitting. They're, they're not getting anyone who sells 5000 copies. They just found this one person. God knows how and decided to make an and decided to charge her. So it's like it's, she's probably nothing. She's probably she's probably not the equivalent of like the Fifty Shades of Grey chick. Oh, no, I'm sure she's better. That no, for how imbalances is like number one, <laughs> it's very easy to sell a large number of anything in China when you have such a big population there. Even this niche stuff, like getting online and selling the number of books it would take to trigger a sentence, is 
very doable, right? Number two, like they gave her 10 years. The punishment for rape in China can be yeah. three years. Actual rape. Yeah. Three I mean, this years. is writing gay yeah, like, erotica. I mean, this whole thing 10. is. Yeah, but like, Rob, the novel she wrote is about a forbidden love affair between a teacher and a student was said to be filled with graphic depictions of male homosexual sex scenes tinged with violence. I mean, that sounds like at least 10 years to me. Yeah, but she did other good things, too. Like, apparently wrote a book called <laughs> Absolute Invasion, Kill the Boss. That's <laughs> one of her titles. And according to the New York Times, that helped her build a loyal following of tens of thousands of fans. Lady Tiani rules and needs to be freed. Hell yeah. I mean, that that's clear. Like, this, she obviously should not be in prison for any length of time, let alone the stupidity of the 10-year She's sentence. in prison for some but... form of moral degeneracy. Where all she wrote about is two people of the same gender connecting and having I, I sex. I mean, we could talk. We, I mean, we could talk about the U.S. justice system, but I mean, we could talk about the Chinese justice system, where they fucking do this to people who are just, you know, Muslim. So we're not talking. I mean, like, I mean, yeah, I know every tanky fucking loves all the communist regimes out there, but this isn't. This is, you know, this is a terrible miscarriage of justice. Oh, absolutely. Honestly, the. The only Fuck upside him. to all of this is the fact that the Japanese Prime Minister uh, Shinzo Abe, just because of like the way that Japanese society and governance is structured legally, because Lady Tiani wrote what was enough to get her imprisoned in China, but it technically was the most normal porn anyone has ever written in Japan. She's now actually the defense minister over there. <laughs> So they're expecting a transfer to Osaka any any day now. So happy ending on this one, guys. <laughs> they were like, our schoolgirls write racier shit about gay lovers than this lady did. She's a I moral mean, so paragon. Do <laughs> so do ours. Have you been to like fanfiction.net? Like, holy shit. No, Lady Lady I've Tiani's been- work is is published in excerpts on the Tokyo subway in the same way that in New York they put little poems on the MTA. <laughs> They're like, look at this wholesome shit. And people are like, oh, yeah, nice. Not one tentacle in sight. Beautiful. (laughs) Imagine how much more enjoyable your already horrific MTA ride would be if every morning there was a new quote from a erotic fiction novel. Look, I'm not going to tell the MTA how to do their job, and certainly they shouldn't raise fares, but putting gay literotica on every subway card, it's not going to hurt my experience. (laughs) This, yeah, I mean, this is like, fine with that. This like, is like the solution to a slow elevator is to put up a mirror so that people get distracted by how uh, away from how slow the elevator is. If you put up gay literatica, people might not notice that the train is fundamentally broken and the entire system is corrupt. I mean, they probably still will, but eh, give it a shot anyway. Probably like a, make a lot more. Please don't. Too. I mean, there'd be people. Please don't weaponize gay fanfic for neoliberalism because that's. <laughs> I'm so close to the edge now. I mean, like if we we were already talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, what if we just took some like supernatural fan fiction and just changed it to be about Macron? Look, in a world where people are writing fanfics about Beto and Muller, I'm sure some crazy French woman is or man has written a a Macron fanfic. Of course, oh, tons of it. But I mean, the thing is, is, as we saw with the Fifty Shades, is it's really easy to just take it and apply it to whatever characters and setting you want. You, you know, you're just writing something hot and steamy, and then just eh, 
fudge with the characters later and rewrite it a little bit to make oh, it happen. Oh, Macron. Like, yeah, you know, regulate my pussy like you regulate the French banks, which is to say very (laughs) delicately and over many years. (laughs) Okay, I'm just saying, think about how much Snape fan fiction is out there and think about just sliding Macron right into that role. So Macron's at Hogwarts in your conception? I mean, yeah. And then he's getting like, you know, Getting topped by whoever you want playing Ron or bottomed by like Dumbledore, whoever, do whatever you want. I mean, clearly he'd get bottomed by Longbottom. Like, come on, man. See, that makes no sense to me because if you had the longest bottom, why would you not be a bottom? That's like rappers that want to play sports or like NBA stars that want to rap. Like, just stay in your lane. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Wow. My favorite thing about Macron (laughs) is going to be that. When the next election rolls around and people are pushing whatever neoliberal shell near Tandon and the like are pushing at that point, it's going to be so easy when people go, I mean, what's wrong with having someone who's a centrist who can compromise? Like, well, Macron, that's what's wrong. The people get fed up enough and they just burn the whole thing to the ground. <laughs>